Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Okay, so the first thing, Courtney, that I did when our governor in Nevada lifted this whole veil or whatever you want to call it. I've had a lot of drinks. One drink? Two drink? No, one drink. So if I start to slur a little, that's why. Wait, but wait did they open up the state? Ish. Oh. They opened up the state ish. We're in phase one. So the hair salon. <laughs> so funny. All my friends and me were all text, mad texting our hair salons. Like, we need haircuts. We need color. We need haircuts and color. <laughs> that's all we need. Oh, my goodness. Right. So hair salon handled i am going tomorrow just so you know damn dude i know i got that Do you shit have to wear a mask? uh yes oh my gosh she sent me actually i should look it up right now she sent me the stipulations and there are some stipulations which i want to know how this is going to work exactly i'll let you know next week <laughs> because how are you going to have a mask on right and then get your hair wet and all that stuff so here's the stipulations Here's our phase oh, one. because it's got to be behind your ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's yeah. our phase one guidelines. She sent me the list. It's a picture of a list or something. Please wear a mask while in the salon. Duh. Text stylist upon arriving. Well, I would if she gave me her fucking phone number. I don't even have it. Don't get me started. Okay, just don't. All right. You should be better friends with your hairstylist. I- <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> we, we, we chat through. What is this? I'm terrible at technology. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Good I'm thing friends I don't on Facebook with my hairdresser. Okay, listen. We are just slow saying. friends. Okay, she's only done my okay. hair once, which I'm in love with. Don't get me wrong. I do love it. So I think maybe two more trials with this woman, and then we'll be friends on Facebook, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, back to my, my list here. Uh, please do not bring anyone else with you. Like, who does that? Like, for reals. People bring their kids, dude. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm not bringing my kid. All right, it's mommy time. Just saying. Right. Are you kidding me? Breaking out in quarantine time? It's mommy time. <laughs> I am not bringing said child. Uh, so we are working at reduced capacity for a soft opening. I could care less about that, what you guys are doing. A waiver will need to be uh, signed upon arrival. I will sign anything to get my hair cut at this point. Just a saying. waiver, though? What's the waiver going to say? I have no idea. Like, if you catch the COVID here, you're not going to sue us? Like, I don't know. Well... Is that even... I will take the risk at this thing? point. I don't know. So, please do not come to your appointment if you have a fever or flu-like symptoms. Like, really, people? Like, you oh, should... Oh, come on. Come on. You know people do that shit. Oh, my God. You know, and it says, you know, thank you for supporting our business, and we appreciate your flexibility and understanding as we navigate the reopening phase. I don't know. I'm just super fucking excited right now. I can't even tell you, like, how happy well, I am. That's interesting. So, yeah, in Oregon, they're doing this whole, the counties actually have to apply to reopen because they want a downward trend in cases before they'll allow you to reopen. My county has the most cases, I think, in the state. Oh, wow. So we aren't even able to apply to reopen yet. Not even phase one at all. Well, I think it's so. kind of a trick, and I'm probably going to catch a little bit of backlash for saying this, but... Um, you know, we, we opened phase one this weekend as of Saturday, this past Saturday. Okay. Um, but then we got all these new tests, right? Like we got not new tests, but a a flood of tests so that we could test people. 
So what you're going to see is a spike, right? But it's not because well, yeah. there was more cases. It's because we actually have tests to test more people. So I think that we're going to end up again in lockdown again. Like, you guys can't behave, so you're going to be on lockdown again. Because I saw a bunch of pictures in front of Outback Steakhouse the other day. Was it like Saturday or Sunday? A couple of my friends who don't know each other. Okay. They just happened to be at the same Outback, I think. <laughs> and there was like a crowd of people just standing outside. Like, there was no organization whatsoever to it. Like, they just had no clue. Like... You know, like like Trader Joe's, they're very smart. They they've also had time, I guess, in this. But you know how like they mark off the ground, like here's where you guys should right. be standing. Target does the same thing. Yeah. Well, apparently restaurants have it, and I really do believe if anybody's listening to this and you're a restaurant owner, you should only be taking reservations by phone or by open table only. You should not be having right. patrons come to your restaurant to you the know, door. And, yeah, and even if it's yeah. um, order pickup. That should be done by text and you should be having it curbside. Like somebody should be taking the food yeah. out to them. Like it was just, it was asinine how many people were just like congregated around the front door. It was insane. But I think there's a lot of changes that are going to have to be made. I read an article, uh, which I thought was perfectly written, which basically said that all of these little differences and little changes that we're making seem so small. But if we all did it all together, those changes could be mean a lot it can mean getting back to some new normal and not having to worry quite as much about our high risk population you know like the mask situation and i you know we're probably gonna get a lot of flack for this episode (laughs) i hope Um, we do (laughs) i know right bring it on um i'm a believer in the masks i've done the research around it if you don't like it that's fine that's your choice you haven't researched it or you have and don't believe it that's perfectly fine but the fact of the matter is, is that the some of the biggest scientific minds around are saying that if everybody was to wear a mask, the percentage of uh, infection would drop so drastically that it would be a huge help. But that's where we have to all work together. And I think what we're finding is this country's not so good at that. No. <laughs> so like they, they hear, oh, we're in phase one. They're like, oh, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. Like my husband went out for a run, I think, yesterday. And um, he was saying, like, all of a sudden, nobody had masks on. Even running, like, outside. It was like a free-for-all. So I think... Uh, I well, think running, up... I don't think... I think when you're running, you probably shouldn't wear a mask because right. it does restrict your oxygen flow. But No, but people that are walking around and everything up here, at least where I live, they have been wearing masks. They've been, you know, with their, whether they're running or they're walking, they have been wearing them. But mm. now, all of a sudden, since we're in phase one, it's like a free-for-all. They all just stopped. Everybody's like, well, I'm and- done. Yeah. And so that's, I think, we'll see what happens, I guess. You know, the testing thing is true, but I think part of the thing with phase one is you have to have the testing to be able to see where people are getting it. And we don't have the tests in a lot of states. So opening up, you're not going to know, like, anything because there's Mm -hmm. nobody being tested. So you're not going to actually, you know, I'm... I'm not super concerned about myself, you know, per se. I mean, I think a lot of people think that, but I have high risk family members that I have to be careful about. So I don't know. It's uh, the whole thing is just fucking wacky Bobo. None of us were alive (laughs) at the time of the Spanish flu. So we have no idea what this would have been like. And not to mention during the time of Spanish flu, they didn't have things like Netflix. So I don't know how they survived. Just saying. I don't either. But, you know, this this whole quarantine has forced a lot of different thinking. And um, I will say, like, with work, I know you're working from home, and I am too, obviously. But you start to try to think of things that could help your um, 
productivity, I guess, right? So oh, yeah. I um, had shared with my team, and I'm going to share it with you all, too, just for fun. Um, I had found Google extensions. Do you know what this is? Uh, yeah, it's the Chrome extension stuff that goes on your... your... Yeah. yeah, I have all sorts of them. Oh, my God, they're great. Do you have the You one? didn't okay, know so... about this before? Okay, no, no, no. I did. Okay, so for work-wise, I only had certain ones because... They pertain to like, I need to be able to take screenshots. So I have the screen capture one and Mm -hmm. it does the entire screen instead of just whatever's on your screen at the moment. It actually does the entire document as a PDF. Oh, that's cool. So I have that. I've always had that. And then of course I've had, you know, other uh, digital platform stuff. Anyways, I'm not going to get into work stuff, but stuff. So stuff. So, and I've always had Grammarly. Grammarly was one of the ones that came up. um, And that one's kind of cool because it will (laughs) spell check you everywhere you want to be on the web. It's pretty cool. I do like it. That is true. And it'll give you a report. Did you know this? It gives you a report card once a week to to tell you. It's like to shame you and say, hey, (laughs) dumb fuck, you messed up like 20 hundred times, okay, in the last week. Okay, don't. You know what, Courtney? You're supposed to be my friend. And I've had this margarita. I've been drinking it since Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. That's hilarious. Another cool one that I found was called The Great Suspender. Okay. And what that does is, okay, so Google Chrome apparently is not so good at um, not taking up all your memory, RAM, whatever it is that's running behind the scenes in your computer. So what this great suspender does is it will actually suspend websites that you haven't like the tab like you like for me I usually have about fifteen tabs open because I'm yeah I have crazy. a lot. Well, what it does is it puts them to sleep, so it's not running in the background if you haven't oh. touched it. Like you can set up the time frame, like it can be twenty seconds, it can be a minute, it can be thirty minutes, it can be up to two weeks. Which what's the point of that? A two weeks? Yeah. Like, why do you have why. something open for that long? I don't know. I don't know. But some moron must have wanted it, and that's why it's there. But anyway, so it's oh, called the Great okay. Suspender. The other one that I found and I have not tried is called Forest. But if you go look up Forest, all it brings up is like wallpapers and stuff. So I'm not sure. You may have to do like a Google, a Google search for forest like productivity extension instead. So what that one does is kind of cool. You can tell it, okay, I need to work on this project on this site for 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever the time frame is. And as long as you stay on there and you're working, it will grow a plant. Oh, I used to yeah. use that. That thing is yeah. so cool. You can kill the plant once you like navigate I killed off. the plants a lot. I yeah, killed the plants yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So if you move away from the page, that's it. You've ju- you're killing the plant. But all yeah. the plants that you actually grow and they are, you know, they're cool and they're big or whatever, you actually put them in your garden. I guess there's a garden feature where you can put all of your alive plants, not your dead ones. But I'm just saying. But I thought that was kind of cool. Well, let me know how that goes for you. I want to know how many plants you get. Nope. I kill real plants. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I am so squirrely in the brain. I can't. I don't think I could focus. I just thought it was a cool thing, but I was like, I don't, I don't think it's going to work for me. But anyways, so Mother's Day was just this past weekend. And uh, did you get something cool? I got flowers. (laughs) No, actually, uh, I ordered a KitchenAid standing mixer for myself. It's not here yet. What? Yeah. Did you order that like a while ago? Dude, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. It's like Amazon Prime. I did not do Amazon. We have it doesn't matter because it still wouldn't whatever. be here. It still wouldn't be here, right? Still wouldn't yeah, be no. here. Prime, actually, Prime has gotten better. I don't know what the deal is, but um, lately I've been getting things within two days. Don't know what's going on there, but there um, yeah, no, I ordered it. I'm super excited about it. You know that 
Um, I've always wanted one of those, but we would never spend the money on it. So that yeah. was my Mother's Day gift, but I have not gotten it yet. What about you? So I got um, the coolest little Pandora charm. I've never seen it before, and I was so excited when I saw it because I immediately knew what it was. Mushu from Mulan. Oh, the dragon. Yeah, dragon. I love Mushu. I know. Mushu. So He's my son so apparently picked it out. Um, my, my husband went on the site and he looked at all the different charms. You know, he went through Harry Potter because he thought for sure the kid's going to pick a Harry Potter charm because we both love Harry Potter. Nope. Wasn't having Harry Potter. Then he went back to the Mushu one, and he's like, no, I really like this one for Mommy. And I was like, well, you picked a good one, buddy, because that one's a good that one. That is good. I love Mushu. Like, that, that he's movie. He's so good. What are they going to do about that movie? So this is interesting that you bring that up, because it kind of goes right into what I was going to tell you about. So have oh. you heard this business about the big fight? And I have not looked for updated news. So if I'm, like, super outdated, everyone can email us and be pissed off. I don't really care. We don't check um, it anyway. It don't matter. We don't check it <laughs> um so i saw this this news and i actually i i think if there was updates i would have seen it because i get news blasts all day long mm-hmm. um so what the what, what it was is that universal the uh universal studios that the movie studio or whatever they released trolls right that yeah. what's it called world tour is it world i still tour? haven't seen it so i don't know it's super cute very good movie okay they released it as a video on demand at home so basically it was 20 bucks to rent it for a day or basically as long as you watched it until you finished watching it which you had to do it within 48 hours or something i think but once you finished it once you don't get to watch it again okay it's a rental (laughs) right right but it was to replace going to a movie theater now think about this like if you're a family like mine of five and it's like 11 dollars per ticket so we're paying 55 dollars just to get in then you have the you know popcorn and slurpees and all the other crap that you're buying so it's pretty expensive to go to the movies for us so this whole video on demand to me is not super expensive thought that okay cool so we rented it we watched it mm-hmm. well universal came out and said that they actually um ended up way exceeding their expectations with this video on demand business mm-hmm. and came out basically with a statement saying that they were going to release movies in both um both like movie theater and video on demand as appropriate at like moving forward because it was actually super successful and new normal and all this. Well, they really didn't have like a full statement. It was just kind of a comment that was made. Well, almost immediately the, I guess it was the CEO of the AMC theaters. Now, personally here in Oregon, AMC sucks ass. So I don't really care. Uh, but basically said that because of that comment, they would no longer share or show any universal movie at AMC what? anywhere anywhere wow. united states any any country they wouldn't show any universal movie that is such a huge blow to amc they're such freaking idiots because it's like the fast and the furious franchise the james bond franchise the jurassic world franchise yeah. you're gonna not show those movies it because what they said as appropriate meaning probably the blockbusters will be strictly theater at yeah. first you know, and then the ones that are not such blockbuster, maybe it'll be video on demand as well. So stupid. And then Regal jumped on board, too, wow. with AMC. And I was like, OK, y'all just need luck. to stop. Right. Y'all need to stop your bullshit. I just need to know where I can see Fast and Furious 9 when it comes out next year. If it's not my favorite <laughs> theaters, then you guys can suck ass. I don't care. But like I, it was like I was telling another friend of mine, because even if they Fast and Furious is one of my favorite, you know, whatever series. But um, I still if they were. It. 
I know you don't. Even if they were to show it video on demand and in the movie theater, that's the type of movie that I would still pay the $55 or whatever to go to a theater. I just would. Because it's an action movie. It looks better. Okay. It does. It does look better. It looks. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean, it's an action movie. James yeah. Bond, for instance. Like, I think you Ooh. probably like James Bond. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We are a I'm Bond not a family. huge. I'm not a huge Bond person. I don't But you would probably. <laughs> you would probably pay. Even if you could get it at home. You would probably pay to go to the movie theater to see that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So AMC and Regal have just lost your business and my business. Mm. For those big. You know what I mean? Because they're not going to show them. I just. It just. The whole thing flabbergasts me. Flabbergasts me. But listen, Regal and AMC, we would not be opposed to you being a sponsor. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. If I don't agree with your business practices that much, I'm, I, you know, listen, whatever. I will no. take your money. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways. I, I don't know. I have to tell you, though, at this point, this whole quarantine business, because who knows if, when we'll get to go back to movie theaters. I mean, no idea. who knows? No idea. It's going to be another one of those things. It's going to have to be adjusted slightly or whatever. But, um... I am now basing my length of quarantine on the number of seasons of Walking Dead I watch. So, just so you know. How many seasons I'm, are there? Uh, I, I don't, well, I'm not sure. I know that I'm in season five of quarantine. So, hmm. that's what's happening in my life right now. <laughs> Anyways, maybe we should get on with the show. <laughs> maybe. All right. Maybe. <laughs> I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to my hubby for 10 and a half years. I have been making myself margaritas. I'm drinking one right now every single day since Cinco de Mayo because I somehow believe that a margarita mix will go bad. I don't even know if that's true, but I just didn't want to throw that shit out. You know, um, I have been wondering when the new normal will be here so I can actually go to a bar and order a drink. God, that just sounds so nice. I can't believe how much I am. I just took that for granted. Just being able to walk up to a bar and order my Cosmos or my margaritas, all those good things. Yeah. I don't think we had any clue. No, I don't no. Know. Um, and I'm Courtney, the working from home for what feels like forever mom. <laughs> I've been married for 12 years to my great hubby. I'm not quite sure, though, that I'm cut out for this whole distance learning stuff. And yet here we are. But I have I, I do like the whole thing about the quarantine that it did really prove that I've known myself always very well. I always knew that I could never be a homeschool mom. Couldn't do it. I, I do, though. I have to give props to those that have their shit handled. I do. It's, it's just not me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So today, in honor of all those brides out there who have had to postpone their weddings, we wanted to let you ladies and gents know it will all be worth the wait, we promise. We are going to share our wedding memories today. Yeah, it just sucks for all those big events scheduled the last few months. I, I know a few people that have had to readjust or cancel. It's horrible. And, I, you know, and I really do wonder that when things do get somewhat back to normal, how the locations and vendors and, you know, all those people catch up and prioritize those that have canceled during the quarantine time. I mean, I can't imagine after months of planning and painstakingly choosing and booking things, God, just to have it all taken away, that would suck. My heart really does go out to you brides and grooms that, you know, are having to go through this. It's not cool. Yeah, no, I hadn't even thought about these venues. Like, how much money are they losing in all this and how... Do you make one bride a priority over another when things start to open up? And not just the venue. What about the florist, the tuck shop, and even bigger than that, I hate to say it, the photographers. Like, those people are booked, like, months, if not years in advance. It's crazy. 
Yeah, exactly. Because there's obviously still going to be weddings in the following months taking place, too. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But this is definitely going to be one of those funny things that Paris and I are vastly different on. I also um, will take the time to mention that though I did not actually know Paris when I got married, we did know each other when she got married, and I never even knew it was happening. Yep, that's right, people. Our friendship actually is a hotbed of lies. Here we fucking go. And you have to hit me right now because I have to pee so bad right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be sitting in my pee pants real soon. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, I don't know why we started recording and I have to pee so fucking bad. (laughs) But yeah, so here we go with Courtney. Um, Courtney didn't know we were getting married because we basically eloped, you jackass. Okay? You want the real, real? Hot bed of lies, people. Hot bed of lies. Moving on. Hurry up. I got to pee. Hurry up. Yes, let's move on before the deep wound prevents me from continuing this podcast. Here we go. So, Paris, um, I know that I was never one to dream about that wedding I wanted when I was younger. What about you? Girl, I used to make fake bouquets and drape sheets over me and pretend I was a bride all the fucking time. I always (laughs) imagined a humongous-ass wedding dress with a big Southern Belle Scarlett O'Hara dress that would knock over small children. That's what I envisioned somehow i am not super surprised about that i mean especially a dress you were definitely like the epitome of scarlet but Mm -hmm. i don't know why i just never had any idea of what i wanted i mean just like every other kid i played mash and i was sure i was going to marry a new kids on the block singer but never had an idea about what my wedding would actually look like oh shit i loved playing mash i can't believe you played that too that's awesome that was the game back in the day people like if you're in elementary school i don't know about every elementary school kid but That was the game. I never thought to use famous people, though. Damn, you are a super high achiever. Um, (laughs) I would have liked some Jordan Knight. I'm just saying on my list. But um, I always played until I got the boy I really liked, the house I really wanted, and the car I really wanted. Didn't really care about the kids because I was like, I'm going to do what I want to (laughs) do. These were important life predictions back in the day. Okay, because Madam Cleo was too expensive to call and I wasn't 18 or over at that time. And she doesn't know shit about my future anyway. But MASH, for those of you people that really don't understand how that game works, you write MASH at the top of a piece of paper. On the left side of the paper, I believe it's four names of the boys that you like. Right? Yeah. At the bottom of the paper, it's supposed to be four numbers. And these are the number of children you could possibly have. Yeah. Yeah. On the right side of the paper, it was different cars, four different cars. Okay. And then you were supposed to do a swirl in the middle. Um, until or, someone, or until you t- said stop. Tick someone marks. else. Yeah. Yeah. Until somebody says stop. Counted. So if you had, yeah. like, let's say, you got up to the number 15, then you had to go around the board 15 times, keep Xing out whatever landed on the 15 until you got, like, down to one on each of those four squares in the anyways. well and what what did mash stand for for you because it was when i was a kid it was mansion, mansion apartment, apartment shack shack um, hut oh hut. ours was a hut oh, ours was house okay yeah okay because shack yeah, it was house. Like the it same was, thing it was house or hut. i can't remember i don't know okay but okay we're gonna have to play that after we get off there <laughs> after i pee because i gotta go well, 
Well, I wasn't going to shoot for the stars like while playing MASH. When was I going to? So yeah, it's kind I of funny. Like, I don't know. I pretty much got my dream wedding. Even if there wasn't a big Scarlett O'Hara-ass dress involved, I had my dream dress. I will never forget how I got it. I was going to David's Bridal, as a matter of fact, uh, to get fitted for a maid of honor dress. I was not shopping for a wedding dress. And I was walking on my way to the back, you know, to that nasty-ass fitting room. And (laughs) I walked by this rack. And there was this dress just dangling on the end of the rack. Like, it looked like it was supposed to be, like, a go-back situation. Like, it didn't look like it was in the right place. And I stopped, and I touched it. And, of course, the sales lady, god, they are, like, fucking magnets, right? Was like, oh, do you want to try it on? I'm like, oh, my gosh, no. And I was like, easy, tiger. I'm not even engaged. I don't need to be trying on some fucking wedding dress. It doesn't need to happen. But she said, well, there's no harm in trying on a dress, and I, okay, yeah, and no harm ever came from reading a book either. For those of you <laughs> who don't know that movie quote, it's from The Mummy with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. Uh, pretty much Courtney and I's favorite movie ever. So, yep. yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to the dress. By the way, there is bad stuff that comes from reading a book in that movie. If you yes. haven't seen it, go watch Very it. Very bad stuff. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, coronavirus stuff. That's what happens. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So I tell the lady, there is no way I am trying this dress on. It's probably too expensive. And then this woman happily chirps up with, it's on the $99 rack. And I'm like, damn you, David's Bridal and your fucking $99 trap. (laughs) I did what the lady told me. Okay, because she was really a pushy bitch. Um, But I got into this dress. Okay, I'm in the fucking dressing room by myself, alone. Okay, well, like you should be, right? Anyways, the second I look up in the mirror, these tears are just rolling down my face because at that moment, I could feel that my grandma was with me and I've only ever had that a couple times in my life and that was one of the moments that it happened and I just felt like she would have really loved this dress. So I bought it. It was $100. Like, how was I going to say no? Like, my poor husband, well, boyfriend at the time, he had no fucking idea. He had no chance to escape because here I come with this big ass white David's bridal bag. You bitches know which bag I'm talking about. The one that I paid ten <laughs> extra dollars for just so to so it'd be nice and taken care of. Um, yeah, I toted that dress in. He goes, God, that's a big maid of honor dress. I'm like, mm, well, it's not a maid of honor dress. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like shopping for a wedding dress, it's really not an easy thing to do. Like if you were actually going to shop for it, you weren't there to shop for a wedding no. dress. No. I, I had never even thought about it. I hadn't really even, and I wasn't the type to spend thousands of dollars on a dress. So I had really zero idea of style or type that I wanted. I remember seeing dresses online. I was like, oh, you know, I'll try that. Maybe that'll work or whatever. I tried it on. I looked like an overgrown cupcake. <laughs> It, it just didn't fucking work. And I was super upset about it because I thought, like, I don't know what I'm looking for. This is the only thing that I thought was, like, the thing I would want. So I ended up trying on a dress that I hadn't looked at. And it, it just, I hadn't even thought of it. But once it was on, it was just, like, perfect. And my mom was with me. And I figured, you know, she burst into tears. Like, just absolute, <laughs> like, crying. And I was happy with it. So I figured if she's crying, it's got to be right, right? Like, that's the right one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. So you and I got married about the same-ish time, okay, where dresses, I don't remember, I don't know who sold us on these types of dresses, but do you remember the wedding dresses that look like um, frosting, like it, like, pillowed? That's what I was tried on, dude. I look like an overgrown cupcake. You, well, you said that, and that's immediately what I thought yeah, of as those hideous dresses. Because that was like the style at that time. Yeah, and I'm sorry to all you brides out there that have that fucking dress in your photos right now, because 
yikes. Some you people can pull it off. No. Because I've seen it. And no. it looked nice. No. It looks like melting. It looks like you're I don't, being it's... judgy. <sighs> <laughs> Anyways, I like those dresses that you can gain or lose weight in. Doesn't matter. It's one of those, uh, and I don't know the real name for this, but the shoelace type thing on the back. Um, I'm not real technical with wedding terms, so that's what I equate it to is the shoelace tying thing. But um, you should have got one of those types of dresses instead. My seamstress clearly wanted me to be thinner than I was because she kept making that fucking dress tighter and tighter like two weeks out. And I'm like, bitch, I plan to eat a Whopper at some point. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) No, those laces, though, there's too much damn work. Mine was just a zipper. Easy on, easy off. I'm sure much to my husband's delight. But I had, uh, I did have a big, like, not a big skirt, but it went out. Like, unlike, yours was kind of, like, down. Mine went out. And so I had, like, one of those big old slips underneath it. Which, oh. let's be honest, once you take the dress off, that slip is not attractive. <laughs> like, at all. So, yeah, those those slips are pretty unattractive. I'm just going to put that out there. And our husbands, <laughs> we are so accommodating to them. Let me just tell them right? that. <laughs> Easy access just for them. That's what <laughs> they we should think be, about. They should be more grateful, I tell you. So when Court got married, we didn't know each other. Um, I know, shocking. But uh, she got married in a place that mm, would not be my dream. Just saying. <laughs> this is why we're friends, because we're so opposite. She's like Elsa. She likes the cold and shoveling snow, apparently. That happened. But I only know this because of photos. Okay, this was long before Frozen, too. Like, I mean, obviously, Frozen is a story based on a fairy tale that's been around forever. But anyways. Uh, but to be fair, I had no idea the snow was going to be that bad. And my husband and I knew we wanted to get married outdoors. So we chose the top of a mountain, because why not? And in February, because that's super smart. <laughs> most smartest now i do blame the location to a point because they never actually told us until the week of the wedding that they didn't clear off the balcony when Mm -hmm. it snowed so the week before they they finally they bust this on us and i here's i'm gonna explain this because people are gonna think i'm just a bridezilla or whatever i did not want to have my wedding inside with everyone sitting standing actually at their dining tables I just didn't I like, don't it. like that. I don't like I don't, that either. I understand that sometimes there's no there's no option or whatever, but that yeah. I was not I was not my picture perfect idea of yeah. how I wanted to walk down I like the aisle. separation. I, right. I, like I just I wanted you know? an actual like you know, ceremony. So yeah. when you know, the week before I, I had a bad feeling, they ended up telling us this and I tell my husband, we need to go up there and check. But of course, <laughs> he waited until you know what men do he waited till the night before and don't laugh any men that are listening to this don't laugh you all do it so shut up um (laughs) he found five feet of snow covering the balcony where we were supposed to get married five feet and i tell you it was five feet because when i stood next to it i couldn't see over it okay and it was that tall um i so (laughs) I didn't want much. Like I said, I, I was not a bridezilla. This is the one thing I wanted. I wanted to get married outdoors. So when I look back, I realize that some things could have been better. Better lighting, not as cold, nah. blah, blah, blah. What all that stuff. But the memory of my husband with my dad, with my father, they rented a bobcat uh, and my entire family shoveling snow to give me the one thing I really wanted is a memory that'll be something I cherish forever. You know, we used to go to that same lodge every year for our anniversary before we moved away. And we were remembered, literally remembered by all of the staff as the people that rented the bobcat. <laughs> that was the pretty funny. Like, hey, we know you. You're the ones that rented that bobcat. Oh my yes, gosh. we did. <laughs> so funny. I will say, okay, so years later, 
Um, I did get to go up to that lodge with Courtney and her family because I shot their Christmas photos up there. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the mountain. Mm -hmm. And that was probably, hands down, the best hot chocolate drink I've ever had. I think it had alcohol in it. I'm pretty positive. It does. Oh, my God. It was Spiked hot chocolate. Delicious. And and we're talking, I don't know what the lodge is called. It's up in Mount Charleston. It's just Mount Mount Charleston Lodge. There you go. Super basic. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to mm-hmm. change the name for whatever reason. <laughs> they could have called it Courtney's Lodge. But anyway. They should have. They didn't. <laughs> uh, but it did have some bombastic hot chocolate. That's what I remember. It does. Um, yep. But yeah. So anyways, I got married in June in New York City. Oh my gosh, that was my dream wedding. Um, we got married in Central Park in Shakespeare Garden. And it was a gorgeous day. Like, so not too hot i mean it was hot don't get me wrong but it wasn't like overly june in new york hot uh my husband thought i was crazy that morning because i was so upset at how beautiful the day was because i kept praying for rain i know that sounds nutty but i am superstitious and i believe that rain on your wedding day or any special day is good luck it was all sunny and blue until after we said our i do's and then we heard this huge thunder strike um, and I got super giddy and my husband's just rolling his eyes. I'm sure he's listening to this rolling his eyes again, going, oh my God, <laughs> this girl. Anyways, y'all, it ended up being a torrential downpour in the middle of Manhattan. And there I was running through Central Park in my wedding dress. It was one of those movie moments that I will always treasure. I still have not had my wedding dress uh, dry cleaned, as a matter of fact, because I don't want to wash away the good luck that God gave me that day. And my wedding dress, actually, I'm looking at it right now because it sits in my office on display like a weirdo I am. <laughs> You're kind of a weirdo. That's I know. True. I do That's love good. my dress, though. My $99 dress. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing about weddings. Sometimes the things that you think are going to be like absolute chaos end up being the one thing you hold on to the most. For mm-hmm. me, like the snow is the strongest thing that is always like the memory that holds in my mind. Uh, because the first night my husband took the bobcat and he was able to make a path from the, the opening to the balcony to the edge. And that night I stayed at the lodge while he went home, you know, not seeing each other till the wedding and all that. And the next day my mom comes and gets me from uh, the cabin that was in. And she says, I have to see this. So I get to the balcony and it's over halfway cleared off because my grandfather is driving the bobcat. My cousins, aunts, my uncle, they're all shoveling snow Aww. and laying out salt. They had, I don't know where they got all the shovels that the lodge actually who normally does not shovel. They ended up providing like shovels and salt to my family because they were all out there working so hard and they, they wanted to help now that they didn't really actually want to do the shoveling, but they wanted to provide what they needed to. So my family was working their butts off just so I could have the one thing that I wanted and the most, it was just beautiful. It was just a great thing. Okay. So can you just go ahead and redo your wedding just like that? Because I really feel like I missed out on a a whole lot of fun of shoveling. Could you, I would shovel for you, friend. I would do that for you. You want to start this again? I've always wanted to go to New York, you jerk, and you didn't invite me. (laughs) So do we really want to start this again? I don't think you want to start it again. I do. I like when you get all heated. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. I know, though, the one thing I know about you is that you had a pretty stellar photographer. And Mm -hmm. I wish that I had known what I know now about photography. Because I just followed a recommendation from someone. And it's not that she was bad. Um, I'm not going to be naming names or anything. She just didn't prepare me for things like the problem with the low lights. And so, folks, if you don't know this, flash photos are literally the worst. 
Mm. They just are. They're horrible. And so, which is one reason why I think that a lot of people do that first look business, you know, to catch better light for their most memorable photos. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the photos of myself and my husband aren't exactly what I would have wanted. Um, but I do have to say that we have some wonderful full family photos that, like, they mean a lot to me. So, Yeah, my photographer was phenomenal. Her name is Dana Gaiden, and she, um, I, I will never regret those photos for sure because I she did my engagement. She did my wedding. She even did our son's uh, first birthday all the way in Hawaii for us. Um, so that was phenomenal. Um, I will say this to brides out there. Um, if you have a good photographer, um, and I mean you've done your research, you actually like their work, sit down with them and actually listen to what they have to say because they are going to be very smart about what they tell you. If they tell you that magic light is at 4 o'clock and if your wedding is at 7 p.m. and they want you to do a first look, bitch, do a first look. Because I will tell you, you will never be sad about those photos. You will not. You will not. You will be happy that you got good photos on your special day because they're the only thing besides your love that is going to last. Okay? Yeah. So I just want to put that out there. It is super important that you listen to your photographer. I don't care if you're like, oh, I'm superstitious. Bitch, get over it. Okay? You don't need to be superstitious about that. Be superstitious about the rain. Want that. Okay? Because I did it. So I'm smart. (laughs) Anyways. The first look is hilarious. My hubby actually put me in my wedding dress, so there was no first look at all. We we're not superstitious about that kind of stuff, um, you know. So he got all the first look he needed. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> but you know, at least I didn't have to wear a big puffy ass skirt. I guess. Well, you know, that's what you get for not inviting anyone. I would have helped you, you jerk. Okay. I, again, I'm not sad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, I may be doing a renewal at some point, and your hoe ass better be there. <laughs> well, I guess after all this bitching, I better be, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, since I was completely surrounded by my family and friends, my mother put my dress on me. So, and I didn't see my husband until I was walking down the aisle. And it's not even that. And now that I look back at it, it's weird because neither of us are superstitious, really. It just seemed like the thing to do. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking of renewal, I have always thought that I would do a renewal at some point. I thought it'd be 10 years. Like, I thought that would be the time. But here we are at 12 years and we haven't done it. So, oops. <laughs> um, oops. I, yeah. Oops. Um, I want to redo my wedding um, in the Catholic Church. So, that takes some work. And I figure I have like four years to get my shit together because I want to make that happen at the 15-year mark. That is my goal. Man, you best hope God doesn't listen to this podcast or he's going to like strike you down. Like the moment you try to get married in the church. <laughs> oh, please. He knows me. He knows what to expect. <laughs> he already knows. I've always thought since we got married on a mountain, if we did a renewal, we would need to do it on the beach. You know, and honestly, I have no idea why we didn't go with a beach wedding in the first place. We both love the ocean. But I think that at the time, we were just thinking about what our families could do and what was easiest for them to get to. So, for a renewal, though, not everyone needs to be there for that. So, hell, it could just be my family and yours, and I would be fine. <laughs> um, I'm down. I will come to the beach. Uh, but what beach? Because that shit matters, though. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Caribbean, Bahamas, Hawaii. I don't know. Oh, shit. You know what? We could do a cruise instead. Those end up in beaches. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a good point. Do it all at once. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> I, I hope so, because I'm going to be there. <laughs> Okay, Courtney, best moment at your wedding. Do you remember? Do you just have one that you want to share? Let's see. Uh, Okay, so besides the snow story, which was prior to the wedding, I would say there's probably two. I would say when we walked down the aisle after saying I do, my husband picked up our son and carried him with us. It was just super, it was just sweet. 
Um, but I think the other one would be when actually during our first dance, our son kept using um, this disposable camera. He was running around us and trying to take photos. And then we ended up picking him up and having him dance with us. And he had the camera. So we turned around and we took a selfie with it. So it was just the three of us. Uh, we're, we're like, my husband and I are smiling. Our son looks like he's confused. <laughs> But the great thing about the photo, and this is why I'll never forget it, is because it's haloed. Because when a two-year-old's running around with a camera, where are the fingerprints? All over the lens. Oh, no. But it's just, yeah, but it's just one of my most favorite candid photos because it's it's just, like I said, it's candid, but it's all haloed. Mm So, yeah. Yes, people. You be haters, whatever. I had a kid before marriage. Oh, shit. (gasps) Scandalous. Scandal. You whore. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Anyways, so mine, which by the way, yours was very sweet. I got a little misty eyed when you were talking about it. I'm just, I think because I wasn't. That's just because because I wasn't there. there. That's what it is. Well, and because he just, you know, turned 15, so that doesn't help. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. So my okay. What's yours? Okay, my moment that I remembered uh, was the Times Square kiss. So our photographers wanted us to walk to the middle of Times Square to do our photos, and this was after the ceremony, after the dinner, and everything. This was like the end of the night. Okay, so we walk out there. It's beautiful. The rain has gone. It's it's epic. Okay, there's tons of people in Times Square. All right. Um, so that was you know, fun, just going through the crowds of people trying to navigate our way to a clearing to take these fucking photos. Right. So we found one in front of that big ass staircase. If you've ever been to New York city, sorry, Courtney, uh, there's the ticket booth stairs there. Shut up. They're red. And so the photographers, you know, told us we were standing in front of it again, completely crowded. Okay. And the photographers told us to look at each other and kiss. So we do that. And the roar from the crowd applauding us is still one of my most famous uh, favorite famous famous yes i'm famous <laughs> favorite favorite moments of my life um it's still i have chills now it, it gives me chills every time i think about it because you know just because we we only had like five people at our wedding so for us to have a moment where everybody is cheering for you and it was from complete strangers we had strangers coming up to us from different countries taking photos with us like I'm like no 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 we're not like the Mickey Mouse in Times Square you like we don't need to pay us we're actually getting married like we just got married you know it's not like that <laughs> so uh for my vow renewal you'll take all the photos right because I got nothing that great and by the way that was your choice to have nobody there I could have witnessed all of that and had been there for you but you know whatever just saying Oh God, we're not going down this hole. Plus, I'm I'm about to be sitting in my pee pants still. Just saying. All right. So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms and friends trying to keep our shit together and pee in our inside of us. <laughs> Lipstick off our teeth. <laughs> keep the kids alive and enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at moms who say the F word at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at moms who say the F word. And remember, if you can't say something nice, come sit next to us without your pee pants. That's right. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave us a five star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out.